1: Isaiah chapter 17 A Prophecy Against Damascus See, Damascus will no longer be a city, but will become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aroa will be deserted and left to flocks which will lie down, with no one to make them afraid. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim and royal power from Damascus. The remnant of Aram will be like the glory of the Israelites, declares the Lord Almighty. In that day, the glory of Jacob will fade. The fat of his body will waste away. It will be as when reapers harvest the standing corn, gathering the corn in their arms, as when someone gleans ears of corn in the valley of Rephaim. Yet some gleanings will remain, as when an olive tree is beaten, leaving two or three olives on the topmost branches, four or five on the fruitful boughs, declares the Lord, the God of Israel. In that day, people will look to their maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars, the work of their hands, and they will have no regard for the Asherah poles and the incense altars their fingers have made. In that day, their strong cities, which they left Because of the Israelites, will be like places abandoned to thickets and undergrowth, and all will be desolation. You have forgotten God, your Saviour. You have not remembered the rock, your fortress. Therefore, though you set out the finest plants and plant imported vines, though on the day you set them out, you make them grow. And on the morning when you plant them, you bring them to bud. Yet the harvest will be as nothing. In the day of disease and incurable pain. Woe to the many nations that rage. They rage like the raging sea. Woe to those peoples. Woe to the peoples who roar. They roar like the roaring of great waters. Although the peoples roar like the roar of surging waters. When he rebukes them, they flee far away. Driven. Before the wind, like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweed before a gale. In the evening, sudden terror. Before the morning, they are gone. This is the portion of those who loot us, the lot of those who plunder us. Isaiah chapter 18. Woe to the land of wearing wings along the rivers of Cush which sends envoys by sea in papyrus boats over the water. Go, swift messengers, to a people tall and smooth-skinned, to a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers. All you people of the world, you who live on the earth, when a banner is raised on the mountains, you will see it, and when a trumpet sounds, you will hear it. This is what the Lord says to me. I will remain quiet and will look on from my dwelling place like shimmering heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is gone and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he will cut off the shoots with pruning knives and cut down and take away the spreading branches. They will all be left to the mountain birds of prey and to the wild animals. The birds will feed on them all summer, the wild animals all winter. At that time, gifts will be brought to the Lord Almighty from a people tall and smooth-skinned, from a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers. The gifts will be brought to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord Almighty. Isaiah chapter 19 A prophecy against Egypt. See, the Lord rides on a swift cloud and is coming to Egypt. The idols of Egypt tremble before him, and the hearts of the Egyptians melt with fear. I will stir up Egyptian against Egyptian, brother will fight against brother, neighbor against neighbor, city against city, kingdom against kingdom. The Egyptians will lose heart, and I will bring their plans to nothing. They will consult the idols and the spirits of the dead, the mediums and the spiritists. I will hand the Egyptians over to the power of a cruel master, and a fierce king will rule over them, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The waters of the river will dry up, and the riverbed will be parched and dry. The canals will stink, The streams of Egypt will dwindle and dry up. The reeds and rushes will wither. Also, the plants along the Nile at the mouth of the river. Every sown field along the Nile will become parched, will blow away and be no more. The fishermen will groan and lament. All who cast hooks into the Nile, those who throw nets on the water, will pine away. Those who work with combed flax will despair. The weavers of fine linen will lose hope. The workers in cloth will be dejected and all the wage earners will be sick at heart. The officials of Zoan are nothing but fools. The wise counsellors of Pharaoh give senseless advice. How can you say to Pharaoh, I am one of the wise men, a disciple of the ancient kings? Where are your wise men now? Let me show you and make known what the Lord Almighty has planned against Egypt. The officials of Zoan have become fools. The leaders of Memphis are deceived. The cornerstones of her peoples have led Egypt astray. The Lord has poured into them a spirit of dizziness. They make Egypt stagger in all that she does, as a drunkard staggers around in his vomit. There is nothing egypt can do head or tail palm branch or reed in that day the egyptians will become weaklings they will shudder with fear at the uplifted hand that the lord almighty raises against them and the land of judah will bring terror to the egyptians everyone to whom judah is mentioned will be terrified because of what the lord almighty is planning against them in that day Five cities in Egypt will speak the language of Canaan and swear allegiance to the Lord Almighty. One of them will be called the City of the Sun. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the heart of Egypt and a monument to the Lord at its border. It will be a sign and witness to the Lord Almighty in the land of Egypt. When they cry out to the Lord because of their oppressors, He will send them a saviour and defender and he will rescue them. So the Lord will make himself known to the Egyptians and in that day they will acknowledge the Lord. They will worship with sacrifices and grain offerings. They will make vows to the Lord and keep them. The Lord will strike Egypt with a plague. He will strike them and heal them. They will turn to the Lord and he will respond to their pleas and heal them. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egyptians to Assyria. The Egyptians and Assyrians will worship together. In that day, Israel will be the third, along with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing on the earth. The Lord Almighty will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. Isaiah chapter 20. In the year that the supreme commander sent by Sargon, king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it, at that time the Lord spoke through Isaiah son of Amos. He said to him, Take off the sackcloth from your body and the sandals from your feet. And he did so, going around stripped and barefoot, Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away stripped and barefoot the Egyptian captives and Cushite exiles, young and old, with buttocks spared, to Egypt's shame. Those who trusted in Cush and boasted in Egypt will be dismayed and put to shame. In that day, the people who live on this coast will say, See what has happened to those we relied on, those we fled to for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? Isaiah chapter 21 A prophecy against the desert by the sea. Like whirlwinds sweeping through the southland, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision has been shown to me. The traitor betrays, the looter takes loot. Elam attack, media lay siege. I will bring an end to all the groaning she caused. At this, my body is racked with pain. Pangs seize me like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear, I am bewildered by what I see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight I longed for has become a horror to me. They set the tables, they spread the rugs, they eat, they drink. Get up, you officers, oil the shields. This is what the Lord says to me. Go, post a lookout and let him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horses, riders on donkeys or riders on camels, let him be alert, fully alert. And the lookout shouted, Day after day, my lord, I stand on the watchtower. Every night I stay at my post. Look, here comes a man in a chariot with a team of horses and he gives back the answer. Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of its gods lie shattered on the ground my people, who are crushed on the threshing floor, I tell you what I have heard from the Lord Almighty, from the God of Israel. A Prophecy Against Duma Someone calls to me from Seir, Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman replies, Morning is coming, but also the night. If you would ask, then ask, and come back yet again. A prophecy against Arabia. You caravans of Dedanites who camp in the thickets of Arabia, bring water for the thirsty. You who live in Timah, bring food for the fugitives. They flee from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow and from the heat of the battle. This is what the Lord says to me. Within one year as a servant bound by contract would count it, all the splendor of Kiddah will come to an end. The survivors of the archers, the warriors of Kedah will be few. The Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken.
0: Revelation chapter 8. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel, who had a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of God's people went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashings of lightning and an earthquake. Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark." A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in mid-air call out in a loud voice, Whoa, Woe! Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the other three angels. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premierorguk slash bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton. Welcome to Cape and Ray Hall, nestled in the beautiful landscapes between England's national parks. As a Bible school, we offer short term courses aimed at fostering your spiritual growth and living in a community.